Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Most Low Budget Movie Reviews. I am your host, Clarence, tuning in. This episode, I have a movie that's trending number one on Netflix. Now, this wasn't something I was going to do, uh, but I figured I'd get my rom-com uh, out of the way for a little while. And uh, it's called Your Place or Mine, starring Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher. Of course, these movies are never on my radar because, you know, they're not aimed at my... Uh, demographic. So when it was brought to my attention, I wanted to put it off and maybe not watch it at all. But I am a man of my word. If you suggest something or if you request something, I will do it and I will watch anything. Uh, I will definitely do that. So what is this one about? Well, we start out with Peter and Debbie, Reese and uh, Ashton's characters uh, hooking up for the first time. Then we fast forward a couple of decades and find out that they're actually not together uh, as a couple, but they're just best friends. Now she has a son and lives in LA and he has, and he's still single and he lives in New York. Uh, so, um, Debbie has this class she needs to take, uh, in New York for her job. And, uh, she's going to be able to hang out with her friend for the first time in years. However, the babysitter plans fell through and she's thinking she won't be able to go. So Peter steps up and says, Hey, just stay at my place and go to the class, and then I'll stay at your place, and, you know, take care of your son. And that's pretty much it. From there, they learn even more about each other by living in each other's places, even though they thought they knew everything about each other, they find out they really didn't, and then they ultimately learn maybe what each one of them wanted was right there in front of them all along. And uh, so what did the pros think? Well, they came in at a 37% on 60 reviews with the audience at 44% on over 100 reviews on the Rotten Scale. So everybody was pretty much in agreement here. But what did I think? Well, let's get started with the positives. Now, it's a great cast, uh, solid performances all around. And with any rom-com, I know at least this much, the leads have to have some sort of chemistry uh, in order for it to work, and recent Ashton definitely had that. Um, it's not really a laugh out loud type funny movie, but I did, you know, laugh, chuckle a couple times here and there. Um, I actually like the approach to this. Now they remixed it a little bit. Instead of us seeing, you know, how you know they, they the people get together and then they're opposites, but they end up having things in common and they hook up, and then some some disagreement happens, they break up, and then something happens and they come back together. So in this one, they kind of just skipped all of that stuff and just saw the hookup, skipped it, made them friends, and then we got the whole you know working their way to getting back together. So that was a little bit different, which is different than, you know, just doing the whole straightforward way they normally do these stories. The story itself is solid enough. Uh, this seemed more of a self-discovery type thing, more on Peter's side, though, than on Debbie's. Uh, you'll see what I mean uh, if you watch this. And it all came to a rather satisfying close, I thought. Uh, but the negatives are what they always say about these rom-coms. They're so predictable. Um, as soon as they talked about the son in hockey, I knew what was going to happen. Then him trying to go on this other date after he's trying to like, you know, sort through his feelings or whatever. And, you know, you know, he's not going to be feeling this other day. You know that. Then there's always a discussion with the other friend who says, yeah, you have to tell her how you feel that that happens here as well. I mean, I could go on and on, but you get the picture. Uh, they made sure they checked all the boxes before they did the whole big admission 
at some public location about how, you know, they're professing their love and all that stuff right before the end. Now, I mean, that's the, the biggest thing there. But the next thing, I mean, it's just a whole forgettable kind of exercise. It's not like, like I said, it's not bad. It's just, you know, as soon as the critics roll, you know, you're going to forget about it because it's just one of those paint-by-numbers type rom-com movies. But I don't want to beat this one up too much. Did I enjoy it? And let me say this first. It's not bad. You know, I wasn't, like, upset that I saw it. But, you know, it's not for me. Like I said, it's not targeted for me. But I did give it a 55% on the rotten scale. I mean, I get it. Yes, this is very straightforward. Nothing new here. There's no real beef, no conflict to resolve. They didn't add any special wrinkles to this other than fast-forwarding a little bit. Uh, it's just your very basic 90s formula romantic comedy. But I think the audience and the critics actually were a little bit hard on this one because the bottom line is, is it entertaining? And yes, I was entertained. Even though it was a disposable story, I was entertained by it. And like I said, there was good performances. Everybody had chemistry. It looked good. It was just your basic movie. It, you know, it was average. It wasn't a, a bad movie. Uh, I didn't have a bad time watching it. In fact, I think this would be a great date movie or something just to throw on in the background with your significant other and just let it play while you guys are, like, talking or whatever. And I'm sure the target audience is going to like this more than I did. So I say, yeah, check this one out. If romantic comedies are your thing and you want to see what the newest one out is, check this one out on Netflix. It's just not bad. Uh, yeah, anyway, with that being said, I'm going to close it out right here. This is your first time. Don't make it your last. This has been a Podbean production, mostly low-budget movie reviews with Clarence up on all streaming platforms, so definitely uh, give me a listen. Go check out my back catalog. I have literally hundreds of reviews on there now uh, for you guys to check out. If you're wondering what you should watch or shouldn't watch, if you're about to click play on a movie that's streaming, Scroll through my uh, catalog there and see if I've seen it already and see what I thought about it. And I'll tell you exactly what you're in for. Now, you may disagree with my final verdict on the movie, but at least you'll know exactly what you're getting into, which is something that I focus on in my reviews. You'll know what you're getting into if you're going to watch this and whether it's your type of movie or not. It might not be mine, but it might be yours. So you could uh, save yourself some time or make yourself, you know, decide to watch it. But... Anyway, uh, yeah, football season is now officially over. Congratulations to the Chiefs. And I will say Patrick Mahomes is creating quite the resume early in his career. Now, I know people were saying that, you know, is it possible he could break Tom Brady's record and all this stuff. And, yeah, I'll still say no to all of that. But that doesn't mean he might not create a very impressive resume along the way. We'll see. Long way to go. A lot of football to play. But so far, very impressed with what uh, what they're doing down there and with uh, Mahomes and how he's played. But anyway, that's another podcast, a different podcast, I should say. But yeah, I'll definitely be back this week. There's a super big budget movie coming out. I'm not sure if I'm going to do it on the podcast or not. I probably will because it's one of those offshoot ones, but... Yeah, because I haven't been all that impressed with what the MCU has been doing lately. That's your clue to uh, what the movie is. Uh, but yeah, thank you once again for your support and tuning in. I appreciate it, and I will see you guys next time. Peace.